Welcome back to The Science of Self, where you change your life from the inside out. Today is Thursday, November 16th, 2023. Believe it or not, today is National Skeptics Day. And our lunch menu is wide open because it's also fast food day. But make sure you get a pickle to go along with it because it's pickle day. Fantastic. In today's episode, we're going to explore the basics of the brain and learn how we can tap into its incredible power to improve our lives. This episode is based on the book Super Brain by Peter Hollins, and you can find more of his insights at bit.ly slash Peter Hollins. So, get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery as we uncover the secrets of the brain and unlock our full potential. One of the most amazing things that exists today is the brain. The brain is an elaborate structure made up of billions of individual neurons that form complicated networks. Though we've gained a considerable understanding of how other organs in the human body work, the brain is science's final frontier, and we're just now grasping the secrets of consciousness, intelligence, creativity, and more. It's no exaggeration to say that our brains are what make us human and are tremendously complex and capable of achieving almost anything we want. We often take our brains for granted. After all, we live with them every day, with the good and the bad. However, even right this moment, as your eyes scan this page, it's performing an impressive range of tasks, such as keeping your body alive and your lungs breathing, to storing the entirety of your life experiences and allowing you to read this text as dozens of other programs are working in the background. Our brains allow us to learn and master languages, some of the most complex systems that not even the best supercomputers can handle with our efficiency. Human interactions that rely on verbal and nonverbal signals and millions of bits of information that help us engage with the world around us are also being processed easily. Not too shabby. But we can use our brains to do so much more and often let our potential just sit there untouched. Fortunately, just like the body muscles can be strengthened to their fullest potential, the brain can be supported to do what it does best. When we learn how it works, its habits and flaws, we can consciously use all the wonderful opportunities and resources it has to shape our lives in line with what we desire. In the following chapters, we'll talk about several evidence-based techniques that will help you take advantage of your brain's functioning to achieve the best results in your daily life. It's fair to say that your lived experience is fundamentally shaped by your brain. Change your brain and the whole world changes. In this book, we'll be exploring specific practical techniques and walking through them step by step showing you how to make the best use of the miracle that is your human brain. But first, we'll talk about the brain in general, what it is, how it works, and its unique characteristics. A basic introduction to your brain. Structure. In biology, structure follows function, so let's look at the brain's structure to grasp its function. Your brain is the control center for every part of your body 
and everything you do, consciously and unconsciously. It directs all processes, from the most basic to the most complicated ones. The brain is part of the central nervous system with your spinal cord. The nerves in the spinal cord send signals to the rest of the body and bring sensory information back to the control center. The brain consists of three parts, the brain stem, the cerebellum, and the cerebral cortex. The brain stem takes care of the basic functions like breathing, while the cerebellum is involved with movement and balance. However, the brain's cortex truly distinguishes us as a species. The so-called higher part of the brain was the last to evolve in our evolutionary history. Other animals rely much more on the stem and the cerebellum than the cortex, and theirs is not nearly as elaborate as ours. One remarkable example of this is the case of Mike, a chicken that survived without its head for a good 18 months. The reason for this was that the chicken lost his head. The stem and the cerebellum mostly were left intact. This is a feat that no human could repeat. While the more ancient parts of the brain are responsible for everything required for basic survival, the cortex is in charge of the most complex and higher-order cognitive functions, such as thinking, language, memory, logical judgment, morality, and more. It comprises two hemispheres joined by the corpus callosum, which oversees communication between the two. It also comprises four lobes, frontal, parietal, temporal, and occipital. The frontal lobe is mostly associated with decision-making, reasoning, morality, and similar functions. There are some key structures in the brain with important and specific functions, although it's important to remember that most parts of the brain have multiple duties and can compensate for each other if there's damage to any one zone. Because most complex cognitive functions require many skills, we can think of the brain as working holistically, with many areas activating in concert with one another. We will mention two structures that are especially important and will help us in later chapters. The amygdala is part of the limbic system, a brain circuit that deals with emotions, reactions, and their processing. Its main function involves reacting to dangerous situations and stimulating the fight-or-flight response processed in other structures like the brain stem. The amygdala also is connected to memory formation. Memories of traumatic events are processed by the amygdala and stored with vivid detail, as are events seen as dangerous. This structure is connected to experiences of fear and anxiety, but also seems tied to the processing and formations of positive and negative memories with emotional elements. The memories tied to emotions seem stronger and more important for our brain than those that evolve no emotion. This will be important to remember when we discuss how to improve your memory, but knowing how the brain processes emotions gives us valuable clues about mastering emotional self-regulation, improving motivation, and combating addiction and trauma. The hippocampus is the structure that works to consolidate memories and move them to our long-term memory, the storage that keeps what we learn throughout our lives. It's also connected with visuospatial orientation, or how well we can navigate the world. However, its central role is helping us make lasting memories. As people with a damaged hippocampus lose that ability, 
and experience something known as anterograde amnesia. They cannot make new memories. Naturally, if you're interested in improving your brain's ability to learn, you'll want to understand the hippocampus so that you can work with it rather than against it. Neurons and Neurotransmitters The brain's not merely a collection of separate modules, each responsible for a different function. Instead, its characteristics stem from the fact that it's a network between these many nodes, and what matters is the degree and nature of connectivity between the neural cells. We have around 86 billion neurons. For comparison, there are around 200 billion stars in the Milky Way. Our brain is not quite a galaxy, but it comprises at least half of one. Other animals have significantly fewer neurons than we do. A regular monkey might have around a billion, for instance, although other primates have more. An elephant has around 6 billion neurons, and even the killer whale, with its massive brain, has around only 43 billion. Each neuron is a cell, and it mainly passes on information to other neurons. A neuron has two types of tentacles protruding from its body, dendrites and an axon. The dendrites of each neuron will reach out to other cells' axons, but never quite touch them. Instead, they'll make a connection by sending electric signals and releasing chemicals called neurotransmitters that get released into the microscopic space between the cells called synapses. Neurons talk to each other electrochemically across the spaces between the dendrites and axons of the cells. When there's an electric signal, a neurotransmitter is released into the gap and attaches itself to the other neuron through its receptors. When two neurons fire together, they become connected. One neuron can have between one and 100,000 synapses. That is, it can be connected to as many as 100,000 other neurons. On average, a neuron has 1,000 synapses. Imagine all those 86 billion neurons, each with around 1,000 connections. Impressive. The neurons can send different messages to each other through brain chemicals called neurotransmitters. A neurotransmitter can pass on three types of messages to get the other neuron to do something or prevent it from doing something, to stimulate or inhibit, and thus complex messages and information are encoded and transmitted rapidly throughout the brain. There are over 100 different neurotransmitters, but the most important ones are dopamine. Dopamine is a hormone and also a neurotransmitter associated with the anticipation of rewards. It is involved in motivation, with wanting more, and the satisfaction of getting a surprise or receiving a reward. When we feel disappointed, our dopamine dives. It's also linked to alertness and motor control. Serotonin Serotonin is a hormone and neurotransmitter tied to mood regulation, so it's involved in problems like anxiety and depression. It also helps regulate sleep, appetite, and learning. It can be found in the gut and the brain, and is linked to digestion. Oxytocin Oxytocin is associated with bonding and love. It's tied with physical contact with others and pro-social 
and altruistic behavior and the creation of social memories and aggression. Oxytocin modulates the expression of aggressive and bonding behaviors. Norepinephrine Norepinephrine is a hormone and a neurotransmitter that increases attention and is associated with the brain's stress response. It also increases heart rate and blood pressure, as well as sugar levels to give a boost of energy to the body. Endorphins Endorphins are associated with pain relief and produce a sense of reward. They reduce discomfort and also are involved with rewarding behaviors. That is, they promote the experience of pleasure in different situations, like when you laugh. Besides this, it's worth mentioning cortisol. Cortisol is not a neurotransmitter, but regulates how these get released. It's a hormone related to stress and has positive and negative effects. It helps us stay more alert, but too much cortisol wears the body down and leads to health problems. Neurotransmitters play different functions, and we can influence their release, as well as the release of various hormones through our habits. This brings us to another important and unexpected part of the brain, the gut and its microbiome. The brain in the gut, the enteric nervous system. In addition to our central nervous system, there is the enteric nervous system, a relatively recent discovery. It refers to the 100 million neurons that line our gastrointestinal tract throughout its length, called the ENS, or the brain-gut axis. Our gut also has nerve cells, and it's connected to the central nervous system, particularly the brain, through the vagus nerve. The gut also requires neurotransmitters to function and make new neurons when required. The bacteria in the gut also plays an important role in the functioning of the ENS because it produces certain neurochemicals. The ENS can act independently from the brain to regulate gastrointestinal functions without intervention from the brain, but they are connected in many other ways. Problems with the brain can also manifest in the gut, and it also shows one way our brain and our body are linked. Digestive issues can appear because of problems with our mental health, while improving the gut biome can positively affect our overall well-being. That's all for today's episode of The Science of Self. We hope you enjoyed learning about the fascinating world of the brain. Remember, your brain is an incredible tool that has the power to change your life. So take care of it, challenge it, and never stop learning. From the history book today, we find that it is the birthday of blues musician W.C. Handy, born in 1873. And we leave you with this quote from him. Life is like a trumpet. If you don't put anything into it, you don't get anything out. <laughs>